Good morning. 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 Shout out to everyone listening to us this morning. It's a beautiful Friday morning. Hooray! We're happy. If you're happy, how you know it? Say hey, man. If you're happy and you know it, say amen. If you're happy and you know it, and you really want to show it, if you're happy and you know it, say amen. Amen. Good morning. Amen to all your prayers in Jesus' name. Today is the 7th of May 2021, and we are glad to see this day to god be the glory oh today is somebody's birthday million chidima i want to say shout out to you happy birthday jerry we at regular radio says happy birthday and we wish you long 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 life and prosperity you feel purpose in jesus name Yesterday is Friday and the topic we'll be looking at today is not a fable, not a fable, yeah, not a fable. Our text to be read from, <clears throat> I mean, our key verse is Esther chapter 9 verse 29. Yes, our key verse, we'll not be taking the Bible reading, so our key verse is Esther 929. Then Esther the Queen, the daughter of Abigail and Abihil and Mordecai the Jew, wrote with all authority to confirm this second letter of Purim. There are few real life narratives in history and contemporary times that can match the rags to riches story of Mordecai and Esther. Esther Captives, ex-captives in an alien land, the duo suffered double jeopardy as Jews. They were held in contempt and discriminated against as the descendants of Jacob. Finally, their fate, along with the fate of thousands of fellow Jews, was doomed when a decree was signed calling for their extermination. But the Bible records that Evan intervened so miraculously that Esther and Mordecai, who were being threatened and victimized by Aman, a powerful palace personality, found themselves in positions of authority in the court of the powerful kingdom of the day, the Persian Empire. Then Esther the queen, the daughter of Abiel, and Mordecai the Jew wrote with all authority to confirm this second letter of Purim. In the preceding chapter, the king took off his ring, which he had taken from Amon, and gave it to Mordecai, and Esther set Mordecai over the house of Amon. Truly, God is faithful to his promises. He would not allow the enemy to destroy his people. The Lord used the supernatural elevation of Mordecai and Esther to preserve the Jews in accordance with the Abrahamic covenant. That the savior of the world will come through the seed line of Jacob. When fierce storms come to overthrow and destroy us, we should not panic. Rather, we should yield the battle to God as did Esther and Mordecai and watch him overpower the enemy for us. 
The sinner or backslider is not helpless when similarly overwhelmed. He should first seek forgiveness. Then he can expect the Lord to deliver him. Thought for the day, God only steps into a stormy situation when we surrender to him. He steps into a stormy situation when we surrender to him. God is always there for us, but we just need to surrender. That's just the logic. We've all been there, caught in the storm, watching the flood waters rise. I'm wondering how we got here. Where is God in the storm? When my hands are weary and my soul is battered, when life stole from me and left me breathless with its brutality. It's here, in the midst of the storm, when the flood waters are rising, threatening to drown us, that we must decide if we will allow God to use the storm or allow it to shatter our faith and drive us away from God. In the midst of the earthquake, it can be so easy to allow the storm to make us bitter, to let it drive us away from everything God has planned for our lives. When it comes down to it, this is a choice we have to make. It can be a tool to refine, shape, and one day God will redeem this broken place. Or it can sweep in like a tornado and destroy everything in its past. So it may feel like you are all alone in this place, like no one sees and no one cares. But I promise you something, even in the storm at the darkest moment of your life, when you are hanging on by a thread, is God in the storm. And because he is still God in the storm, you cannot be lost to him. Even in the storm, you are held in the palm of his hand. You you can see Mordecai and Esther when they had no hope. Like it took it took a lot of confidence and courage for Esther to confront the king. It was like I will go or I die. Like it was as if there was no way. But God was with them in the storm. He saw this storm before it ever reached you and has already worked out the provision you will need to get you through. He will see you through. You are his child and nothing can snatch you from his hands. God is worthy of your trust. Trusting God in the midst of the storm, it can feel impossible to trust God when you are in the midst of the storm that he knew was coming but did, but did nothing to save us from. But what is so hard to see at this moment from our perspective is why we had to endure the storm. Trust me, everyone have been through shares of storms and spent nights, spent many nights sobbing into the pillow, asking God why and sincerely People can testify without a shadow of doubt. There is always a reason. Yeah. At the at the very point where you think that, uh, where is you, Lord? Where are you, Lord? And you're like, why? Why me? But definitely, later on, you'll see that there was a reason God allowed that to happen. Some of the biggest storms I've experienced have become platforms for God to show big and pour all of his grace, mercy, and love into the life of another storm-battered soul. Sometimes we have to go through the storm so that it strips away everything that we are rea- that we are relying on so that we can meet the one who is God in the storm. Hmm. So how then can we trust God in the storm? Even knowing that he is God in the storm isn't always enough in the face of the storm. And so we find doubts creeping in. How do you trust God in the storm? Pour your heart out to your heavenly father. He already knows what you're feeling and the thoughts in your head. So begin speaking it. It's okay to be angry, to hurt, and to ask questions. As long as these things don't sprout into root of bitterness that will keep us from God. 
Another thing is remember that God hears and answers every prayer. Not on our timetable, but is. And not always with the answer we want to hear. Another thing is pray, pray and spend time in your Bible. And, I mean, pray, spend time in your Bible and begin praying using the verses. Yes, speak the word of God to that storm. And that thing is surrender to God. The storms we face are far too heavy and large for us to deal with on our own. But when we are never meant to take the burden and lay them at his feet. Focus on God and that his plan is perfect. And in the end, it's meant good for you. Even when it doesn't feel like it now. Also, act as if you do. Even if you don't feel it, even when you have questions, continue to pray, to seek him, to spend quiet moments in your Bible, get connected to people around you, like-minded people, Christ-like-minded people, and allow God to feel you in this moment. Okay, so we have Bible verses about trusting God in the storm. Remember Isaiah 43 verse 2, when you go through the deep waters, it will be with you. Remember when... In Psalm 37, when God says we should commit our way to him, trust him, and he will, he will help us. You remember Isaiah, we said that um, he will not cause pain without allowing something new to be born. And um, Psalm 91, remember, he will cover us with his feather, and under his wings will be our refuge. In Psalm 62, remember, he says, my soul find rest in God alone, my salvation comes from him. He alone is my rock and my salvation. I remember Jeremiah 29 verse 11, very key. It says, for I know the thought, the, the thought that I have towards you, thought of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. Definitely, the one who is God in the storm is your protector. When we are going through the storm, it can be hard to cling to all of the promises we've learned throughout the good days. But often, the storm is used to compound what we learned when everything was going just right. The truth is, we need the storms sometimes. The truth remains, we need the storms. As uncomfortable and painful as these seasons are in your life, they grow us and stretch us. They reaffirm what we know in our hearts. But the next time we go through a storm and give us a solid foundation to stay with confidence that is a God in the storm and he will never abandon us. So always put that in mind. So let us speak reassuring words to ourselves. Okay, this morning we're going to sing song together. The hymn is as well with my soul. It speaks reassurance. When peace like a river attended my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot, thou hast taught me to know it is It is well. 
don't say then should buffet if try should come let this place show control that Christ has regarded my endless estate and that shed is on blood for my soul. It is well. With my soul, it is well, it is well with my soul. But Lord, this for thee, for thy come. It is well with my soul. It is well, it is well with my soul. Yeah, it is well with your soul. It is. I hope you sang that song along because it keeps it gives reassurance that it is well with that it is well with my finances, it is well with my marriage, it is well with my family, it is well with my work, it is well with my health, it is well with my future. My future is in the hands of God, protected and safe in the hands of God. It is well with my presence, it is well with everything. That it is well with me. Everything that pertains to you, it is well with you in Jesus' name. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we want to say thank you. Thank you so much for what you have done for us today. We are so grateful. We are kind. We love you. I mean, you are kind and we love you. Lord Jesus, we thank you for how you spoken assurance to us that it is well with us. So we ask and pray that you glorify yourself mightily in our lives in jesus name help us to only trust in you and give our totality and hope to you that you alone can bring out bring us out of every storm 
at the end of today, dear Lord, we ask that you prove yourself as God in our lives. Go before us today and make every crooked way straight. Fight for us. Fight our battle for us, O oh Lord, and give us victory in all our endeavors in Jesus' name. It's a weekend already. We pray that you make it a glorious weekend for us, a wonderful weekend for us. Protect and preserve everyone around us, our, our families, our friends, our loved ones, and even if uh, even we ourselves thank you jesus for i know you've answered in jesus mighty name i have prayed amen thank you so 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 much i want to wish you a lovely day and a great weekend cheers